All right, so welcome back to another episode, uh, another day, another list. Today we are tackling top five favorite comedy films. And I don't know about you, but for me, this one was so hard to make. And it wasn't even because I was having a hard time deciding which were my top five. I was just having a hard time remembering what comedy movies I've seen because they they range from so many different levels of like slapstick, satire, just like right. stupid, funny. So it's hard yeah. to like narrow it down and pick what I thought was a good comedy film. But I think I've got five classics and that's kind of different for me because normally I, I do a little something different than just the standard, but I mean, they're just, they're my go-tos as far as comedies. Yeah. I mean, this one, it, it's just, it's difficult because finding the line between was it a good comedy or was it just dumb laugh? Yeah. And, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I, if a movie's going to make me laugh, I really don't care how. But as far as going down with my favorite, it's for any of these, for any of my favorite movies, it's going to be, can I just watch it over and over and over again and mm-hmm. still get enjoyment out of it? Right. Um, Cause there are certain movies that, yeah, they're so funny the first time you watch them, but then you go down for that second viewing and it's just, it's boring. It's dull just because like the cheap laughs are gone. Cheap laughs only happen and only work once. It's a pity laugh. Yeah. Like, it's just you're laughing because it may have been funny in the moment because you didn't see it coming, but that's all it is. It's just taking you by surprise. Just, just like a bad, a bad horror movie isn't mm. good over and over again because if there's no plot, all you're doing is just you're scaring people by jumping out from behind something or surprising. And when you know it's coming, it's not good anymore. So that's, I guess to me, that goes for all movies, so especially comedies. It's what well, is it intelligent laughs? Not in the fact that like, you know, watching and getting, you know, high class humor, but as far as, is it actually good comedy? Right. Uh, I totally agree with you. I understand what you're saying, but before we get into our list, I want to know, have you seen anything, any news recently, anything that's made you thought about this podcast? Maybe something you want to bring up. I finally got around to watching Inception. Yes. And the only way to describe it, and we've talked about this phenomenon before, is what an experience. And it's not just a great movie. It is, as long as you're dialed in, it's very easy to be dialed in during this. Um, And for me, what shows how good of a movie and how gripping it was is there was so much hype behind it. Mm-hmm. There was so much hype, and it is very easy for me to get distracted during a movie, look at my phone, or whatever. I probably only pulled up my phone five times, and that was just to text somebody back out of respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, there, you know, there's just some people you can't leave on red, but um, it. <laughs> It just had me so dialed in more than any movie. And I'm going to spoil it. This is what we're doing next week. So put it on your calendars, folks. Love it. I've, because... I've been waiting my entire life to do this next podcast. I mean, I have had years of rewatching and culminating thoughts yeah. to put into this podcast. So I'm really excited for that one. 
I just, it is, I'm not going to dive too in depth because we will do plenty of that next week. Um, But just an incredible watch. I'm going to watch it again because it's definitely one of those movies where you, you definitely, I definitely missed something. Yeah. Because you get so wrapped up in certain scenes and it moves so quickly and there's these little details that you really got to pay attention to. But I like that you can miss those, but you still understand the movie. Right. It isn't one of those where you have to be dialed in for every single detail to even enjoy it at all. Well, here's the million dollar question is after watching that movie, do you think that it possibly sneaks into your top five all time? <laughs> do, uh, I mean, are we going to do we want to spoil that now or is that something a lingering question? Because I can give you an answer right now if you want it. I want I want to know because I, I already I, I knew that it was such a good movie. I just wanted you to see it so that you it, could understand what I was talking about. It um it's definitely gonna it, it definitely has snuck its way into my top five. I'm not gonna tell you where, because uh, I think you know down the road after we do and we really dive into this, we'll revisit our top five of all time, right? Um and and see where they've changed. But this is. I think, that, I think that in that top that five. I think that we should do that episode exactly one year from when we recorded it. I agree. I think that would be because I think one, we're gonna look at a lot of movies that we've already watched and and see them in a different light. But just, I mean, you've already turned me on to a few movies I that I've got on my list. It gets that, me excited that I yeah. gave you one movie and it's and it's on your top five now. There's a few. Uh, that you've given me that I'm going to try and watch Point Breaks, one of them, because I know you're a huge fan. Huge fan. Um, it was on uh, HBO last night. Watched it again. Was it? <laughs> was it? I, uh, I had the DVD. I didn't know why. I don't know whether my brother got it and left it here or my parents had it, but I was oh going through the DVDs and I came across Point Break. So as long as it's still why I don't know if we have a DVD player anymore, but uh, – that's fantastic news. I'm, I'll be I'll be watching it. I'm pumped for that one. That one I'm I won't be as mad if it doesn't get in because yeah. I get where people come from. Where Keanu's not a great actor actor, but it's not even about his acting in that movie. It's about the way that the movie makes you feel and yeah. like the the dialogue in it. But sure. I I want to tell you since we were talking about Inception, I recently saw a trailer for a new movie coming out, and it's called Tenet. And it's got John David Washington in it. And not the concept, but the way that the movie was shot and the way that I, I think... What is it called? It's called Tenet. T-E-N-E-T. Okay. And you just got to watch the trailer because the trailer is really cool. But I feel like it's one of those movies, just like Inception, where you watch it one time and you miss stuff. And then you keep watching over and over and over again until you realize the things that connect the whole the movie as a whole you're a christopher nolan guy definitely absolutely i I just think he's brilliant man the the way that he can sneak things in and you miss them the first time and then you go but it's like jordan peele jordan peele does a great job of it too i don't i've never really seen any of uh jordan peele stuff get out or us Um, you haven't seen either of those i haven't seen get out i haven't you know haven't seen what is it us or whatever my goodness um yeah. got some watching to do i a guy at work told me that a movie and he didn't even know that i was a big matthew mcconaughey guy told me i have to watch interstellar <sighs> have you seen it absolutely are you a fan 
big fan. It okay. knocked, it knocked my socks off the first time I watched it. All it's right. another one of those movies that you just you, uh, you after watching the ending, things make so much sense. Especially yeah. when you go back and, and watch it, because I've seen that one about three or four times too, and that's not a short movie either. No, I heard I've, I've invested some marathon. lifetime into that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's another. Um, there's a trailer, or more like an advertisement that I've seen. It's got Ben Affleck in it. It's a sports movie. He's a coach. Um, yeah, he's the coach, and the I literally just had the name. And it just, and it slipped. Uh, I'm pulling it up now. I, I heard about. It. I read something about it. I haven't seen the trailer though. But it's, it, I think it's like kind of based on a true story. It might be. I um, could be wrong. How? I'm trying to. Pull, I'm trying to find. Oh, the way back. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I've kind of read about the plot, and it could be a true story of hundreds of people because it is. It's kind. Of, it's a small town tale, um, sort of. You know, kind of in that range, but you know, uh, I want to say it's the same guy who directed Miracle. Man, I I want to say I think I read that. I could be wrong on that, but I mean, if I mean, top five sports movie for sure. Who directed? Uh, let me pull him up here. Yeah! <laughs> wow. He did. Yeah, he directed Miracle, so that that's definitely one that uh, go. I'm pumped for that one. That interesting. See, this, yeah. this is the beauty of this portion. I I love this right here. Getting nope. pumped about new movies. But with that being said, no more wasted time. Let's get down yeah. to business. Let's get into it. Our top five favorite comedy films. I I, I believe I I started next week, so I'm gonna let you go start us off this week. Will do. So, uh, my five may be a little bit off the beaten path for a lot of people, especially younger people. Okay. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that it's, it's a timeless classic. You know, a lot of people love that movie. I believe we watched that one together. Uh, I believe we did. Um, not everybody in the room was a fan. So, right. I don't. I don't know. But again, it, it's one of those, it's a classic, um, well-made movie in a sense, not critically, but considering the time and considering what it was, what it all entailed, it was well put together. This one is not one that I like because it's based on a true story. <laughs> um, because obviously it's based on an on kind of like a, more of a time period but right like if you want to beyond the fact that i just this the the hidden humor in a lot of what they're doing and the dry humor is just it i love that kind of thing anyway even in general i love dry humor um but See, that movie is just if you're paying attention it is so funny that's where i mean monty python that's what they're known for is that kind of dry yeah senseless humor but I mean, it can easily lose people because one, yeah. if you don't have the patience for it, and you just yeah. want to see, you just want to see it's something. It's yeah. really long, and you just want to see something that's funny. That's not the movie that you want to watch. But if you want to sit there and like really understand what they're talking about, it it does get really funny. And I I had seen it before I watched that. My favorite scene 
in the whole thing is the killer rabbit, though. Yeah. Like, it, it, the yeah. beast is just a rabbit, like, a, with rabies. <laughs> and it's just... That's that's kind of what I mean when I said I like intelligent humor. Not that you have to be super smart to like understand it, but you have if you follow along, it makes it a lot funnier than just straight up joke. Because there are there are plenty of jokes in there that are funny on their own. Yeah, but it's just kind of the building on each other and the the scene. Kind of you're in the middle of a really intense scene, and then just kind of you break away to some ridiculous line or something like that. And yeah, it's fun. I don't know. I just find that so funny. Well, um, to me, it's very like it's very British comedy. Very, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I feel like that's what they they really enjoy, especially on BBC. I, I there used to be this really funny show. It's called Little Britain. It was on BBC, and it had really like funny, like anybody would laugh at it. But then it had other times where it was just that real dry. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like this is what they're very accustomed to. But that that's a good pick. I mean, it's a timeless classic. I mean, is that that movie right there is going to be on any top one hundred comedy films ever made? Without, yeah, definitely. Just be. I mean, it. Yeah, timeless classic, and just by no means clean humor. But yeah. they're not taking cheap laughs, and I think that's kind of the difference between a lot of. There's something honorable about that, right? There, you know, it is. It there's an art to that type of comedy. Yeah. Well, as a strong number five, yeah. uh, I'll say this about my list. I mean, they're very, I'd say modern, just because. I mean, okay. I I love the comedians that I grew up on. Yep. Like the Adam Sandler's and the Will Ferrells and the John C. Riley. Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, those guys. So number five for me is going to have to be old school with Will Ferrell, uh, Luke Wilson, and Vince Vaughn. And it's just, for me, making this list, it was kind of what you said earlier. How many times have you watched it and still the scenes are funny? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you, man. That is, yeah. And so for, for old school, I mean, Frank the Tank is classic. Uh, you're my boy, Blue. Like, there's just, there's so that was another thing making this list is how many one liners did I the, use in my the one liner? We could do a full episode on our favorite one liners, maybe we will, but it, that is that's one thing I love about comedies in general, but especially kind of that 2000 to like 2010 range of it's like Will Ferrell's prime. It's a little grimy, it's a little dirty, yeah, grungy. yeah. And I mean, when you're a freaking uh, prepubescent twelve year old, <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, mean, num- you're, you're post pubescent twenty three year old, and it's still hilarious. But yeah, old school. I mean, uh, a story of three thirty year olds trying to still relive their college days by creating a frat and bringing in a ragtag crew of people to yeah. uh, just to just to be considered an on campus fraternity i mean look we're not too far off you know what i'm saying uh <laughs> who knows who knows uh you're my boy blue that is such yeah no i that's a strong five i could see that climbing a ton of people's lists yeah um those are two strong fives two completely different 
types Completely of movies, different. but but that's what I love about it. You know what I mean? That's how it's got got a little bit for everybody here. Um, man, my number four is is another. It's another classic. It's Caddyshack. Okay. I again, it's just there's something about that era of humor that I enjoyed. Rodney Dangerfield is so funny. I wasn't mm-hmm. a huge fan of his stand-up when I obviously he's gone now, but when you go back and you watch it, it's he was I mean he was a raunchy guy anyway, but like his his stand up was alright, but his movies were really funny. Um, yeah. there was I mean Bill Murray. Yeah, that I mean, that was that was something that I really tried to do on the list. I really wanted to get a Bill Murray in there yeah. because I love him so much and I think he is hilarious. But none of his movies trumps the movies that i put on my list right because i love bill murray bill murray as an actor especially on saturday night live i mean he he was so good but yeah none of his none I mean, of his movies yeah made it for me. i mean and th- this is you know star studded you're talking about bill murray mm-hmm. Chevy Chase. ted knight michael o'keefe i mean it so you had plenty of star power in it and it's just it is easy, just fun enjoyment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't, as opposed to Monty Python, where it's so long, you kind of have to be dialed in. You can just sit back, turn it on, and watch it and enjoy it. And in a way, I guess if you wanted to say, well, it's relatable to some people, I, I mean, it's not, that's not why I enjoy it. That's not one of the things that I look for. Yeah. Um, some people do. And, there are going to be down this list a few things that I find funny because I could relate, maybe. But I just think it is. There's so many different types of characters that are fun, and they all get equal screen time. Yeah, and the few well, times that they all come together, they almost never all come together. Even yeah. though they all take place on the same course, you're talking about the five main characters or four or five main characters. I don't know if they're all in one scene together interacting. I know they're not. So, yeah. I mean, I just, I think that is, as far as filmmaking goes, that's impressive. But comedy-wise, it just gives you, it's a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that is such a huge movie movie in the golf community. I mean, golfers, yeah. I mean, reference that all the time. Like, I think even Barstool, they have, like, a Do You Take Drugs, Danny? T-shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it resonates with everybody. Another classic, another movie that you'll find on a top 100 funniest movies of all time list. Yep, 100%. So, number four for me is a movie that I love because I'm a big music junkie and it relates perfectly to it. And it's got the king of music comedy, and that is Mr. Jack Black in School of Rock. School of Rock. Uh, Have not seen it. Whew. That's like a it's like an arrow through the heart. Um, so Jack Black he plays a uh, a guy who just got kicked out of his like bar band like cover right. cover band that plays at a bar. I've seen and, bits and pieces, yeah, yeah. And so his roommate is a uh, substitute teacher, and he takes his name and he goes to work at a real like private school, and he's subbing and his he walks in on his kids in music class and they're killing it. Like, they're just excellent musicians for their age. And so, basically, he turns them into a rock band, and they enter a rock contest. And 
try to uh, win the Battle of the Bands. But it's so it's so funny. I mean, I, I've loved Jack Black in uh, a lot of movies, and he's actually a really diverse actor. Even though people think that he's just like the crazy guy all the time, he's played yeah. in a lot of different movies. He's a really talented guy. I mean, he's actually a good musician. Yeah. He has his own band. I mean, that's he does. Yeah, but tenacious. Yeah, he's a he's a really talented guy. He's he's a nut, but he's talented. Yeah. So I mean that that's a movie that I watched a lot as a kid growing up. And I love music. I mean, anytime it's on TV, I'll, I'll be sure to at least watch a few scenes. That's that's a strong number four. One, yeah, one I haven't seen, um, but definitely a popular movie. Um, definitely. definitely got- okay, that'll that'll go on the list that is now like ten movies deep. Um, <laughs> number three uh, for me is old school. Um, so I know we already covered it at your number five. Just an incredible movie. I like it's. I know I literally just said I don't look for movies to be relatable, and obviously we can't relate to it because we're not in our thirties and forties trying to become a frat. But like, right? You know, we just got out of school, so we understand that type of lifestyle, and it's just. I can certainly see myself at 35 wanting to go back and relive those days. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I hope I never have to, but look, some, you know, <laughs> some, you know, one thing well, I another. mean, it just, it reminds me of those dads nowadays that are just like, who are 35 yeah. and have little kids, but they still want to be like in yeah. college. Like I could, I could honestly see that possibly happening, happening in real life. Oh, I'm sure it has. And I think, extent. and I think that's why. It's so, especially funny. if you live in a college town. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, all the time. You tell me, people at, at Clemson at, or Alabama, if they don't win a national title, they're not going out to all the college yeah, boys. I would. I mean, I, like, why not? But Vince Vaughn isn't. He's. I feel like he's oh. a bit. I don't. I don't want to say underrated because people who know comedies know who he is. But when people talk about the funniest comedy actors, I just feel like he gets left off the list a lot of the time. I I could see that for sure because I mean, you think about people who have been in comedy for a long time, people who maybe started off on Saturday Night Live, like Will Ferrell. Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to get tossed tossed away. But Vince Vaughn, he pops up on my list a couple times. Yeah, I've I've got him. I've got him here. I'm not going to spoil it, but I've got him here on my list a few times. Um, but on like my honorable mentions list, he's there a bunch, and I could easily, yeah. I could have filled a top five with all Vince Vaughn movies, and it would have been a legitimate top five. That, that could be a possible episode. Yeah, in the future. I mean, he's just, I he does have some serious roles. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of them. I'm sure he's fine in him, but as far as the because again, kind of a dry humor type of dude. He's not this big goofy guy. He's just That's he's exactly just like a dude's dude who just a lot of one liners, a lot of just quick scenes, but just a ton of he's he's hilarious and he pairs well with a few different actors. Uh, Will Ferrell is one of them, um, and, and we'll get to my favorite pairing um, later on, but. Yeah, old school coming in at number three for me, five for you. So that's one of our few overlapping that we've had. Well, on our Leo movie yeah. on, uh, last week, or no, Leo episode, we had a few, but that's bound to happen with one actor. Yeah. 
Well, that I mean, that's a great one. I love that movie. I watch. I could watch that endlessly. I remember the first time I watched it though. It was, I was young. I mean, I, I only watched it because my brothers would watch it, and they had the unrated <laughs> version. So I felt like a badass whenever like the the uh, mud, yeah, mud wrestling scene yeah. came on. Oh my god! I was like, hell yeah! Dude. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's a great one. My number three is a movie that if we had made this list right after it came out, it probably would have been my number one. It is The Hangover, the original Hangover. I have a lot to say about with Brad- Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis. I mean, you talk about a movie where you just you reference so many lines. I, I remember, I, I think it was eighth grade when that movie came out. And I had no business talking about that movie at school because of how, how yeah. terrible it was. But like all my friends and I, we all just like talked about the movie all the time. It, I mean, it's so it funny. Is. That's that's another one that's timeless, and I almost wish that they didn't make the sequels to it, yeah. because I mean two two and three were funny, but I mean you just you can't top the the first one, and for the ending credits to be pictures of the night, that's such a smart idea and such a funny yeah. idea too. It, that is, but I, I agree. it's also it's also really nice to see Todd Phillips go from like a really funny movie like that and kind of ha- having those in his back pocket. To go into Joker, yeah, yeah, that's really impressive too. I agree that, um, you know, since we can talk about this deeper, The Hangover is my number two. So, okay. yeah, so for the sake of of keeping this conversation going, because I, since you're at number three and two, we might as well just dive into it a little bit. I, again, yeah, just when first time I watched this, I guess when did it come out? Probably like around what would have been our freshman year of high school. Or did it come out in middle school? I I'm almost positive it was my eighth grade year. I, I think so that makes sense. Um, and I think yeah, because when I got it, it was when I saw it. My sister gave it to me for Christmas. Um, and I remember because <laughs> I have heard so many things about it. my brother went and saw it in the theaters. Um. Because I guess he was, he had just turned 18 or something, so he was able to go see it. And I watched it Christmas Eve night, and I laughed so hard. There was a lot of stuff that happened. I was like, I still don't know what the hell is going on. But just go back to, there were no cheap laughs in this one. Yeah. When Well, it's it's such a good idea, yeah. too, because, I mean, that's another thing that could easily happen in real life. I can't tell you how many times... When I first watched that, I was like, dude, goals. I want to go to Vegas and just get blackout <laughs> drunk and not know what happened. Yeah. Um, I still kind of want to, but now I know the consequences. Um, but <laughs> just there's Zach Galifianakis is he's another quirky dude. He's so good in these movies. He plays that role to a T and – I, it's almost sad because when you get someone who's so good at it, they kind of get typecast. Yes, yeah. Because I mean, I remember, I remember after this movie, he played a lot of roles that were pretty similar to it. Yeah, he's, but he's like, turned they into still, that they were still funny, funny guy, but he, that weird guy, basically. And, yeah, and he might be like that, and maybe I'm obviously he's had a great career because of it. But yeah, he's. He's definitely not going to be playing a typical guy anymore. You just can't do that when you get because I think we can all we can both agree 
Hangover One is kind of an iconic movie at this point. Two and three are that is it almost devalues the first one. Yeah. Well that's that's kind of why I said if if we had made this list when it came out, it would have been my number one for sure. Even though my number one is older than that movie. Yeah. It I I still would have put that one. I think sometimes what happens is the reason people may not appreciate the first one is if they if the first one that they saw was two or three. Right. And same thing could be said about movies like The Matrix, except two and three were actually garbage. But that, again, yeah. another episode. Well, um, I mean, it's also because it's, it's kind of the same plot. And that's, time, a, that's you know? exactly right. If you're seeing the first one as really the second or third one, you can probably say, yeah, it's probably the best one, but it we knew it was going to happen. As opposed to watching the first one as your first hangover movie and really appreciating the comedy. And then you watch two and three and they do, it's the same thing, but there are some cheaper laughs in it. You yeah. can't, I can't watch two or three. I think I've watched three once, two twice. And the second one, the second watch was just basically blank face, a few chuckles and, because you just knew it was going to happen, but one every single time since that was the first Prices. one that I saw that now becomes that standard. If I had seen the second or third one, I, I don't know. I don't think I would have that same view. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's it's such a funny movie, and I, I feel like it's another movie that you'll find on like the top 100 funniest movies of all time. Oh, definitely. Because at, at the time, so many people talked about that movie. Because it was a pretty star-studded cast. I mean, obviously you had a, yeah. a cameo of Mike Tyson, but you had Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I mean, you had Zach Galifianakis. Um, who played Stu? Ken Jeong. Played... Ken Jeong got his, not his start, because he was on Community beforehand. But he got hit, like his, his big breakout after this movie. Was Community the guy before who played this uh, or after? I'm pretty sure community was before. I think like he was in the show, got the role and Yeah. Uh, well they both came the out and then blew up. Oh, okay. Um Yeah. No, the he that is another one of those the thing that makes a good movie in general, but especially comedy, is those smaller characters. Even though again he played a big role, he wasn't a main character. Yeah. But Man, oh, he was so funny. Yeah, I mean, the character of Zach Galifianakis, just how, like, blindly stupid yeah. he was at, at everything yeah. he said. I mean, it's like, and the fact that sometimes, like, the rest of the people would go along with it just because they're like, we we can't deal with how <laughs> yeah. stupid he is. Oh. But yeah, man. I mean, such a good movie. Um, So that's your number two, my number three. So I'll go ahead and do my number two, and then we'll go into our honorable yep. mentions. And this was a really, really hard one between my two and number one. But my number two is Dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, who is a great comedian. Yep. So funny. Um, who else is in this movie? Uh some smaller characters. Um, yeah, Justin Long is in there. He's in the movie. He he's kind of funny too. I 
Accepted is on my honorable mentions of funny movies. I don't know if you saw that one. It's a good movie. That's that's a great one. But yeah, so Dodgeball, just another movie with so many one-liners. So many things that I put into my vocabulary and that I, I still use to this day. I mean, whenever uh, someone's bleeding, I'll, I'll say, you make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> like, Ben Stiller in this movie is phenomenal. Vince Vaughn does his normal little dry humor, but he plays the team captain. Yeah. And, you know, Paul Fleur, I mean, what a guy. Like, that's what I'm Sticks saying. Sticks his neck out. He is, he's a good lead. Yeah, Ben yeah. Stiller is Absolutely. the more known actor. Well, I mean, they're both well-known. It's not like people, yeah. but Vince Vaughn slept on, and he's, he's not only funny, but he's, he's a good actor in this. Yeah. But yeah, it's so funny. Oh, Rip Torn's in it. Yeah. He plays uh, the coach, but... I mean, I just I love this movie. I've seen it so many times. Uh, I'll definitely watch it whenever it comes on. Yeah, this is definitely it's, one where you're, if you're scanning through channels, you see it, you just put it on. And it's so funny to me because like I I know exactly what happened. I I know exactly what they're gonna say. But yet I think it's just the timing of everything. Yeah. When when it when it when a joke times itself perfectly, yeah. it I mean it doesn't get any funnier than that. And that's again that's just good it, that's comedy as an art absolutely you know what I mean like again no no cheap laughs not it doesn't have that's why I get caught up when I say intelligent humor because I know you know what I mean but I think yeah. like too many people when you say intelligent humor they're like oh you want something super dry and just talking about upper class no I just want good comedy as an art Great writing, great acting. The timing of it is everything. I think my my favorite part about a comedy movie is when they kind of improv scenes. Yes, yeah. because I I mean I know for a fact, especially in like more dramatic roles, like I feel like sometimes actors don't have the leeway that you have right. when you're making a comedy film. So you have the script, but then when you're able to riff off the script and throw some authenticity in there, that's what really makes a movie funny sometimes. And my number one is is that to a T. I mean, it's like it's that's why it's my number one, which we won't get into quite yet. We're gonna do. I'm, I've been thinking first. about what your number one is gonna be, and I'm sure I know what it is. I think I know what you. I think is. you do. If it ain't, if it hasn't popped up yet, I think we should all know. Um. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I've been. Thinking, I don't know what your number. I'm interested to see what your number one's. Oh, I know exactly what it's going to be. Never mind. Um. Well, let's go yeah. through our honorable mentions, and and then we'll get to our so, number ones. Honorable but, mention. Um. Have you? I feel like we watched this too. Hot Fuzz. I ha- I I don't think we watched it together, but I have seen um, it. Yeah, another one, and that's I don't like action comedies very much yeah because i just it, it's so hard to really do it both well well simon Pegg yeah. is genius he is so funny because i mean he he makes a lot of those movies that yeah. he's in i mean he writes and directs and all that kind of he stuff. did like sean of so the dead a, um love that they're movie. very funny but Hot Fuzz, it's again, it's kind of. I guess I I do appreciate a British style, um, mm-hmm. 
because I had Monty Python and I had this one. But yeah, very funny. Could have snuck into my top five, but it was a little clunky at times. Um, Yeah, it was a little slow. A little slow, little, you know, kind of reaching a little bit sometimes. Um, But again, the the highs of that movie so far outweigh the lows. I'm telling you, you really, I don't know what platform it's on. You may just have to look up YouTube clips, but you need to look up Little Britain. It's a, it's a BBC show that used to air. That is so freaking funny, man. I I know that you would love it, but my first honorable mention is a honorable mention. That was on my top five movies of all time list. And it's the Big Lebowski okay. yeah, yeah. with Jeff Bridges and John Goodman and Steve Buscemi. Such a good movie. It's so funny, and I think that's why it's it was on my honorable mentions for that list because it does a great job of balancing comedy with like like an actually really good story. Yeah. And I I think that you said you haven't seen. I it, haven't. Right. That, that's one that you got to check out because I think you would like that one too. I mean, all the movies that I, I put on that list, I think that other people would like. It's just a matter of they haven't had the exposure to Yeah, it. that makes sense. Um, yeah, so that was my first one. And I mean, we're going to miss some that are great movies, but uh, the Anchorman movies, particularly the first Ron one, Bergen. but that's another one that Anchorman 2 was pretty good. I'll say this. I think that I, Anchorman, the first one was iconic. Absolutely. I mean, that was the birth of Ron Burgundy. That was the birth of that role. But I genuinely feel like the second one was funnier. I could definitely see that. I think that because, because yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. And it's only because of Greg Kinnear as the psychic. Yeah. <laughs> and that Ron Burgundy kept saying that he had mind powers and then he used them to save Ron. I thought that was just so funny. And that's that timing that I'm yeah. talking about. Cause that, that was towards the end of the movie. And like every, everybody just wrote it off because Ron is just such an extravagant character, such and an I extreme person. That's why movies like that, particularly Anchorman can have a really strong sequel is because there yeah. is, you know the character, and the character is so bold and out there. And just one, Will Ferrell, arguably the best comedic actor of all time. Probably my top comedic I actor. I mean, there is, there's no question he's top five for anybody. Um, and I, I hate pe- this quick sidebar I hate people that beef on Will Ferrell. And Adam Sandler. People just sit right. there and bash both of them. Not when you do as many movies as they do. I don't think people understand how hard it is to come out with a hit every time. So you're gonna have some clunkers. But Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler's, you put you line up their top five each, and they're all killers. I think that we should have a debate. We should dedicate an episode to this. But Adam Sandler's career to me is very strange and very hard to understand because starting out, he had so many good yeah. ones. And I think that's what you're talking about where you can't 
make a banger every he single did time. as he aged but, i agree with that his first few like after he was on snl were yeah i mean they're classics and then yeah. he did go into a period where he may have had one i mean jack and jill might be one of the worst movies of all time you know cloudy with a chance of meatballs i'm pretty sure is that the one that he's in or is no not cloudy uh what is it Midnight Tales. Oh, um, I know the one where like the dreams yeah, come true, something like that. Yeah, not yeah. not his type of movie. But then he has backed it up with. I haven't seen um, Uncut Gems. That's not really a comedy though. But yeah, the you know the Grown Ups movies were very funny. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's he has backed it up with with some good movies lately. So I agree with you that. Part of the reason why is he did have a stretch where he did not have his best work. And a lot of his Netflix movies have not yeah. been good. Yeah. But but that's that's for another yeah, day. Definitely. Um my next honorable mention <clears throat> is going to be super bad. Yeah, that was one of mine as well, yeah. It's got Jonah Hill, uh Michael Sarah. I think that's right. right. Michael Sarah. Seth Rogen, Bill Hader, Bill, Bill Hader. Hader, bro. I don't have any movies with him, but he is. So he funny. is. He's he, a, he is one of the best spot actors out there, and and one of the best impressions. Oh, dude, I love him on Saturday Night Live. But yeah. Andy Samberg too. Yeah, I love. Andy if you're Sandberg. looking for a guy to play a small but key role in a comedy, Bill Hader is the dude. Get yeah. him in there for basically five to ten minutes throughout, and he will kill it. Yeah, but no, super bad. I mean, that's I feel like that's another classic. Um, it didn't make the list for me just because I, I felt like when I first watched it, I was too young to really understand a lot of what was going oh, on. Oh, definitely. But it, it still was really funny. The more I watched it, the older I got. But a lot of these, it just it resonated with me on the first watch. Oh, yeah. There's one honorable mention that I'm not going to say because I'm pretty sure it's your number one. Um, okay. But my last honorable mention is the original Super Troopers. Mm, okay. I've seen It's that been one. a while since I've seen it. Um, so funny. Just again, th- this is one where it is some dumb humor, but it's still funny yeah. each time. Well, I like that that ensemble of actors. Yeah. Because they they've made a few of those, and they have a new show on True TV called To Come yeah. FD. I haven't. I haven't it, either. But my my favorite movie from those guys has got to be Beer Fest. Beer Fest is a good movie. I forgot that that's I, the same group. Yeah, I mean that's just that's for me that's a classic. That's a staple in my my life. But uh, I believe that one of my honorable mentions is your number one. So I'll spare that yeah. one. And go to my last one, and that is Bridesmaids. Really? Never seen it. Interesting. It's so funny. I mean, I, I it's it's a bunch of SNL people. It's got Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph yeah. in it. They are just so funny. Uh, what's her name? Uh, McCarthy. Megan McCarthy? Is that it? Uh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Uh, she, in this movie, she's probably, she blows everybody out. She's very water, good. But I mean, Chris, yeah, Kristen Wiig is just oh, so yes, she fun. Is. She she's one of my favorite SNL actors too. But yeah, so those are my honorable mentions. We're not gonna waste any more time. Let's get into our number one. 
take it away. I know what it is, but I want to hear you say. Um, it's Wedding Crashers. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna drag it out. Um, this is literally a movie that, if this is on video, I could show you. The DVD has stayed in my bag <laughs> for coming up on three years now since I bought it. Because I mean, it's not, it's just something you can put in anywhere. Anywhere, one. This is like this is the only movie that I personally, with my own money, by myself, have bought. The only DVD. Because when I wanted to watch it, uh, I guess it was. I mean, obviously, the first <laughs> the first time I actually saw it, it was the uncut version that my parents rented from Blockbuster. So that's how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was me and my brother was in there and my parents and it was the unrated and uncut version and they were having the sing the the dance montage at the beginning what they have like the, yeah uh, they have shout playing also I, I, I love the song i mean just it makes yep. you want to party but and makes you want yep, to shout. and they're spinning the girls onto the bed and like their titties are just bouncing everywhere and I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm like ten or whatever, and my parents are up there, and they're not saying a word. They're just like, let I'm, them have that this. That was probably <laughs> like one. Those are easily the biggest knockers I'd ever seen. But I mean, just so many times throughout the movie, I had no idea what it was, what was going on. But yeah. then a couple, so I didn't even pay any mind to it. But then a couple of years later, I saw it because. We, they forgot to turn it back into Blockbuster, and Blockbuster closed like six months later. <laughs> so we kept it. Um, and then I went, so like a couple years later, when I, you know, grown up, I kind of had a better idea. I watched it, and it was so funny. And literally every time I watch it, I laugh so hard. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, to me, are one of the best duos out there. And I don't even know how many movies they've done together. I know mm-hmm. this one. I mean, it's probably at least like four. Um, maybe God. not. There's an, there's one more that he's, that they've both done together. Uh, the internship. The, that's it. The internship is very good. Um, yeah, that one. but Owen Wilson's one of my favorite actors. Um, you know, not, he's a good actor and he's been in a lot of stuff. But I just I like the types of characters that he plays. Um, he's yeah. just likable. But it is, and again, if that doesn't make you want to go get with a couple of buddies and crash a wedding, I don't know what will. I don't know if you're living, <laughs> you don't have a pulse. If you don't watch that movie and call up your boys and say let's crash a wedding, you never do it. But if you never plan, I mean, come on. I mean, that is just such a funny movie. And it's a good storyline, really, if you break it down. It's a love story. It's a love story. And it's it's a good one. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, like, it is certainly not a rom-com, but it does have some elements <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? It, pull, um, it pulls the strings of your heart a little bit. It does. Rachel McAdams, very good. Isla Fisher. Lovely. Lovely. Um, uh, yeah, so... Well, well, Christopher I'll, I'll Walken. Say this. Yeah, we can't. I, I oh. can't just. I am doing everyone a disservice if I don't. I'm sorry, folks. Christopher Walken, one great actor, but I love. Again, it is the smaller roles in these movies mm-hmm. 
that make them. Just the conversations, because Christopher Walken's cadence of just the way he talks in general is is it's just interesting. It draws you in. I still don't know where he's from. Like I don't know what kind of accent that is. I don't know. I think he's from like New York. Um, but it, yeah. So that there's just so much going on in that movie. Um, easily. Well, as literally as soon as we said this is what we were doing, I penciled in Wedding Crashers at the top. I knew everything else. There's nothing else I was going to watch. I was going to top that. That is just, yeah. again, may not be the highest rated. I know it didn't stink in the ratings, but I will put that up against anyone else's number one comedy, and I think everyone will be pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing. Uh, my number one, I knew from the get-go. But I'll, I'll say this about Wedding Crashers. I mean, I I knew for, for sure that was going to be mm-hmm. number one. But also, I, I will make sure that when you do pass into the next world that your copy of Wedding Crashers will be buried with it. It has to be. It absolutely <laughs> has to be. But so great number one, seeing that movie multiple times. Uh I I put on my honorable mentions. It just doesn't resonate the way it does to you with I me. Hear but it's 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 still a really fun absolutely. movie. I mean I I I love watching it and I've seen it multiple times. As too, long but... as everyone acknowledges that it's funny. I can live with it. <laughs> You don't have to love the movie, yeah. but if you say that's just not a funny movie, you're I mean you're you're tripping. But I mean that's just I, I I'm like you, I love Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yeah, just a great but, cast, great movie. But let's let's get to your number one. I, I know what it is too. Um shame on me for even forgetting. But uh take it but, away. An even better duo than Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I think I'll give you this one. Is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley? Yeah. Step Brothers is my number one top comedy movie of all time. I can't tell you how many times I've watched yep. it. I can't tell you how many times I've referenced yep. it in everyday life. How many times I've seen the bloopers? I mean, I I have lived, eaten, and breathed this movie ever since it came out. I love this movie to death. I don't have it on dvd <laughs> but but that does not dictate how much i love this movie um i i recently watched an interview with rob riggle who plays adam scott's uh like co-worker at the helicopter company and he said that about 80 percent of this movie was all improv i believe it this has such a great and, chemistry and that, like, a, a lot of the footage that they have just didn't make it into final production. But it's just, it's so ridiculous. And that's what I think that Will Ferrell does the best. is just, he plays ridiculous characters. Like, a 40-year-old son who still lives at home and is obsessed with creating a music company with his new stepbrother. I mean, it's just... It's classic. You know, and and John, is... John C. Riley is an underrated... Oh, comedian. yeah. I mean, Talladega Nights could have easily. I mean, I I completely forgot that was my honorable mention. That could have been in the top five, and they're both great there. And it's just when you look at them physically, and you may you have no idea who they are, and you explain the plot to the movie, you're just like, yeah, of course, those two guys easily look like they could be mid forties living at home. 
Yeah. It, that I, I'm, I'm It's not in my top five, only because, and this is really a me problem. It just took me so long to watch all of them. Mm, so you didn't like watch it in one sitting? No, it's just it took literally from the moment somebody told me to watch it. Like the first time I watched it full was last year with y'all. Really? I had seen so many bits and pieces. So by the time that I watched it the first time all the way through, it didn't have that punch. It was still hilarious. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, I understand. But it just, I, I had seen enough of it for it not to really grasp me. And that's, yeah. that's shame on me, but it is without a doubt hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love them together. Like you said, they've done Talladega Nights together, too. Yeah. But I I don't know what it is about it. I think that it's just how, even starting out, just how ridiculous and stubborn they are yeah. when they first move in together. I mean, he won't even, like, share his ketchup for their chicken nuggets. Like, they're eating chicken nuggets for dinner, and they're four years old. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just so, it's just such funny stuff, yeah. and I love the fact that so much of it was just a riff. It was just, you know, what would be really funny in this scene? And then and then the director just gave them free reign to do whatever they want. But that concludes another list, another top five. Really good selections there. You got some timeless classics. You got some old ones like Monty Python and Caddyshack. You got new ones like Hangover and Step Brothers. All funny. All great actors in all of them. Definitely some movies we missed. So if we missed your favorite movie, let us know. Also, tell us what your top five favorite comedy movies of all time are. Uh, let us know in the comments, you know. And also, tell us what things you might want us to cover next. We already said next week that we're going to uh, go in-depth with Inception. Um, if that's one of your favorite movies, let us know some interesting theories you got. If you've seen it and you've seen the ending, I'm interested to know if you think that they're if they're dreaming or not. But uh, for this episode, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week, and that's a wrap. Peace.